Hello friends, my name is James Hawkins Jones, and as always I'm joined by my good friends Brian Castiglione and Anthony Alessino, as well as my younger brother, Jack Hawkins Jones. On this show we're all about parlays, overs, unders, spreads, and money lines. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Parlay What is up, everybody, and welcome back to another wonderful episode of the Parlay Vu Podcast. Your boy, James Hockenjoes, Jack Hockenjoes, Brian Castiglione, Absentee Anthony, Absent again. He's crushing first place in absences, and then it's Jack in second, and then there's a long gap, and then me and Brian, I think, both have one. I think I missed two, just because of the wedding. Yeah. Thursday of the wedding, yeah. So before we get into the NFL football, a quick little shout out to a different type of football. U.S. of A, baby. Captain America, Kristen Pulisic put in the one goal early in the game today against Iran. Held on to win one nothing. America's going to the fucking show, baby. <laughs> we're going, we're going to the one. Yeah, yeah. Two, 2 o'clock it was. Going to the fucking dance, baby. So don't really care much for soccer, but I yeah. care a whole lot for America. It was a... It was really Once we get soccer, it's over, you know, it's dude. It's funny. I got the alert from Bleach Report like, oh, everyone's pushing America money line unless Seth Godin didn't work. But I, I totally same thing, it. dude. I did the same <laughs> did, thing on my lunch break. No, 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 I didn't. Yeah, I thought about it, but I just I totally forgot. And then I got the alert later that they're like, money line pays off. And I'm like, I should have. It was like 84% of the money and <laughs> 74% of the tickets were on America money line. Iran never stood a chance, dude. Sorry. You guys are going home. So we're excited about that, you know. I don't know how long the World Cup's going to be, like two weeks. So if we don't get eliminated, if we don't – Well, I guess we we maybe might maybe discuss it with Alessino on Thursday, maybe. But if we don't get eliminated on Saturday, we'll probably talk a little bit about it next week. So God willing. Let's move on to the football. I I have something to say, and I was hoping Alessino would be here. Okay. The New York Giants are not going to make the playoffs. Ah, I know. You know, it's it's so funny. This is kind of a relevant story, but not really that relevant. I had like a Halloween background on the on my phone, and Ant's like, "You got to change it." I'm like, "Honestly, I was going to change it to the Giants, but I just I just feel like this is the part of the season where things start to go bad, for sure." They have Pro Football Focus's hardest remaining schedule the rest of the year yes, by win loss so record. Got the Commanders twice, the Eagles twice, the Vikings, and the Colts. No. Washington twice, Philly twice, Minnesota, and Indianapolis. I mean, yeah, I see one winnable game there. Maybe we take one from the Commanders. No, the Colts. The Colts? Yeah. I mean, maybe you split with the Commanders too. So even so, two winnable games. Nine and eight. Nine and eight? Probably. Nine and eight, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Nine and eight might not get it done. I don't think nine and eight gets it done. Just a, a small side note. It's so sad to see that the Colts just fell apart when we were talking about them as Super Bowl dark horse contenders. It's just sad, but I digress. What? Nothing. Uh, yeah. Sad, well, dude. the fact that um, what were they six and zero to start the year? Six and one to start the year. Yeah. So now we're talking about the real, the realistic possibility of eight and nine. Well. I know Alcino brings it up every week, but to be fair, we didn't even think we'd be here. 100%. And it's, <laughs> we didn't even think we'd be here. It's the injuries, dude. It's, it is it's the, by the no fault of anyone. Is, is, it's just been depleted all year. I got to admit, 
as the weeks go on, I really do. I'm getting more on the side of Daniel Jones. I think as you know, just just him working the offense with us. We're saying no receivers, still trying to make plays, trying to make something work. Him and Saquon. I mean, Saquon is what he is. I don't need to sell myself on him, but you know, nicked they, up again. You got to sell yourself on what you're willing to pay him, because that's the right, end of right. this. Could be the end of the line for Mister Barkley. But, yeah, but we said it before. I mean, Giants have well besides. I mean, the so not, not not for right. nothing. I don't know what it will be. I don't even know if those numbers are official until the off season. But last year, the franchise tag for a running back was like nine and a half million, nine point nine million. So that's nothing. If that's if you wind up tagging yeah. him for one more year, but like, are you gonna want to give him AAV nine million for four or five years? No chance. Yeah, no I shot, just, dude. I mean, it's it's reassuring that it seems like he wants to stay in New York, but. He, like you're saying, he's also going to want to get paid. He knows what his numbers look like coming off the ACL. And transition. running backs, this is your one. Your, your I mean, first contract is the contract. Is turning into a, you know, a position similar to tight end, it feels like. You know, you're either – there's not many solid one guys. You either have one solid guy or you're running committees, it feels like. The odds of you getting another solid bite at the apple after your second contract as a running back are very low. And it yeah. usually a situation where the team that they're on winds up cutting them as a cap casualty, and then someone else they're young enough still someone else is willing to pay them, or you just have these guys who last longer. Mm-hmm. But it's not very common in the league today at all. Yeah, I would pay him. I just did not an infinite amount of money. You know, you it's tough. To think. I mean. Do they sign a receiver in the offseason? I mean. Absolutely have to. I, and I don't even know. Not we'll, good. We'll get there. We'll get there. The market's the market, not good. Because like, I was going to say, I mean, last year seemed like it was the year for receivers. Everyone was getting shifted around. You have to assume that all oh, that talent's locked up now anyway. You know, your Devontae Adams, your Tyreek Hills, your. All those 2018, 27, all those guys that, that were all coming to the end of their rookie deal, A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, Terry McLaurin, they all got traded or re-upped. Yeah, because they're not going to let them walk. No, the market is not good. But you know how this works in the NFL. Guys become right. available. They find a way in the offseason. People are more tradable yeah. now in the NFL than they've ever been, and we yeah. saw that at the trade deadline this season. So you never know. But Maybe Galladay turns around. No, I'll get off that. No, I listen. I'm not saying that with any sort of, any sort of hope. But Jesus Christ, if it, if he can catch a couple passes, I mean, at this point, you would hope so. Take what you know, get like. But I mean, if we want to talk about the game a little bit, um, just real quick, the way I felt. I mean, we talked about it in the group chat. I totally felt like this was going to be a. Giants keep this close, lose by a touchdown, lose by three points just because it's Giants versus Cowboys. And I felt like initially before halftime, that's how it was going to go. Um, and that's it. Giant, uh, Cowboys came out in the second half and went up two scores, and that was pretty much it, it felt like. Yeah. It felt you like can't... it stayed close, and then, you know, talent's the, the, eventually going to pursue. The Giants don't have the talent to keep up with the Cowboys exactly. if they can't stop them. Exactly. And right now the Cowboys are rolling. Yeah, they Cowboys look very good. Pollard looks like a whole different person, right? Pollard's now. incredible. Yeah, CD Lamb too. I mean, but that's that's to be. Expected. Lamb's CD great. Lamb's They're doing it all season. Right. He was their he was their guy. They're Pollard a good team. Is, They're just a, he just. I don't want to say he came out of nowhere, but I know they're ex- you have a three touchdown. Explosive, 
all over the place. So yeah. many guys are Even explosive. Micah Parsons, I mean, everything. It's just. Yeah. Micah I'm, Parsons, I, I bet, has an NFL MVP season in him. Not this year. Oh, without a doubt. But he yeah, will get. He will be the defensive player to win I mean, NFL this MVP. This year it's going to be Mahomes. I don't think there's really. Yeah, I think Mahomes pretty much has a lot that goes. Yeah. I think the race is uh, it's Hurts, Mahomes, and um, Tua is the race right now. Hurts is first. Top three. No, Mahomes oh. is. Mahomes went after Josh Allen and the Bills dropped that second game. Who'd they drop it to? The oh, the Vikings? No. Okay. Yeah, the Vikings. Vikings. All right, that makes sense then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was, that was the same week that Mahomes came back with Kelsey. Yeah. For that game. Four touchdowns? Yeah, or, yeah. that was crazy. Yeah, so that's, yeah, where that's Kelsey just how that sort of touchdowns than actual passes. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, like I said, I mean, going back to the Giants real quick, if they don't make the playoffs, like I said, not not surprising, but we didn't even expect to be here in the first place. So it definitely opens... It opens up opportunities for next year. The only bad thing, really, is the NFC is actually NFC East is actually good now, which it for years hasn't been. Yeah, you know, like and the, and the AFC East. Yeah, and the AFC East, two divisions that you know AFC ran by the Patriots for years. Um, NFC East, we have teams that were, you know, a win or two above five hundred and making. But even when the spot. Patriots were, when Tom Brady was running that division, it was garbage for a lot of it. Right. Yeah. Bill's There's a lot of those years for a while. Dolphins historically. There's a lot of those years where Tom was there, where the other three teams in the division are picking in the top twelve of the draft. Now, right. You know, like although he did have a stranglehold on the division, it was bad for a lot most of the time he was there. Yeah. Cup one that one Wildcat year at the Dolphins. Jets had a little run in 2010, 2009. But you know, other than that, Bills suck forever. Bills the Bills suck for forever. A long time. Yeah. I mean. The changes quarterbacks, I felt like, were very similar to how the Browns were at that time, just not as frequent. You know, they stuck with Ryan Fitzpatrick for a couple of years. They paid, they paid him, right? I think. Yeah. A little bit, so he was there for a bit, and then after him, it kind of bounced around until JP Lossman. Right. Remember JP Lossman? Terod Taylor, Taylor was there with Rex. Yeah. Anyway, before before we move on to uh, Jets here, I just want to put quick little game for you. I'm going to give you three guys. Three talents, and I want you to to rank them. Okay. Tony Pollard, AJ Dillon, and Michael Carter. Well, Pollard's I think dead set first. Dillon and Carter is where I think it gets interesting. Yeah. Um. I mean, Dillon's a fucking freight train. As far as running backs go, I know I haven't seen Carter play too much. I'm assuming he's a little, he seems like he's more elusive, kind of like a one cut yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Re- recently, he's been last year he was slipping a lot of tackles. This mm-hmm. year, it's been a lot more receiving work and uh, I was just like say, short games. I've been hearing a lot about him in the passing game, which is interesting because I feel like AJ Dillon is only kind of in the passing game. I could, which is ironic. Not really. No, mm, not necessarily. He's been getting goal on totes. He got some last night. I think. If I had to rank them Sunday night, sorry. I'd probably take Dylan over Carter. Yeah, I feel that way too. But it's still very close between those two, I would think. It's Tony Pollard all the way up here. Easily, yeah. And then AJ Dylan, Mike Carter. And it's very close. And I think it kind of depends on what really your team would need. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. if you need the pass catching back, you go with Carter. But if you need the thumper, 
you go with AJ Dillon. Now, if I throw the name Jamal Williams in there, things get a little crazy. Jamal Williams, yeah, I mean, no, it doesn't. No, you don't think no, so. No, it doesn't. No, no, you don't think he's better than either of those guys. Inside of the ten, he is. Yeah, that's a good point. He's getting he's getting the touchdowns. That's for sure. We but do this. Re- we, we do <laughs> this recency bias. He's a good running back. Don't yeah. get me wrong, but we do this recency bias shit in the NFL and in sports in general, where we just are we ignoring his four years in Green Bay, right? Where everyone he was how many years in, of the four in Green Bay? At least three of those years, he was a huge draft and stash guy, or a waiver wire pickup. Mm-hmm. And then whenever he got his opportunity, he would get beat out by the number third guy, and it would now we got a running back by committee, and he's taking snaps with two other guys right. when it was supposed to be he's the guy. And then even last year in Detroit, he was just a touchdown vulture for the most part. Yeah. Good running back. Love his style of play. Love his game. If we're talking about I want one of them on my team, I wouldn't take him before I took either Carter Dillon. Right. Definitely well, not Pollard. I, yeah, well, yeah. well, now here's the situation. Obviously, because Tony Pollard's so highly ranked, you are, you are a franchise with no running back. Say you're the Denver Broncos and you have no Javante. Javante's done for his career. Big, big hypothetical. Okay. You have no franchise running back. Who do you want? AJ Dillon, Michael Carter, or Jamal Williams? Who's your guy? I think there. Michael Carter. It would probably have to be Michael Carter. Yeah. All right. Because you need the pass work for Russ because they can't do anything else, really. Fair enough. I just, I've been having this thought recently like, who is there? There are a select few running backs in the league who either may be considered backup running backs or be maybe talented enough to be yeah. a starter. On any team that is not theirs, that yeah, and Tony can, Pollard has been. Case. Has I mean, that's proving that's Khalil Herbert on the Bears too. Oh like yeah, when you can throw back. him in there so, too. Yeah, but guess what? what the Cowboys can't afford to pay Tony Pollard, so we're gonna find out who's willing to pay him this this spring. Maybe the Giants without it, without Barkley, maybe yeah, interesting. Interesting. Concept. The thought on him is, I think it was a Cowboys coach that even said this. They try to keep him to around thirty snaps because. Like the more he plays, the more you'll, he loses. He was explosive. This, yeah, yeah, because he's tired. I mean, and he's an explosive, works. quick play guy. You know, quick twitch guy. So, let's talk about the White Lotus. <laughs> let's do it. Yeah, I haven't gotten a read on you. I don't know how you feel about this. Mike White, twenty-two of twenty-eight, three hundred and fifteen yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions against the Bears. It is the one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. They traded away two of their best players. This earlier this season, their remaining the defensive players, their remaining yeah. best defensive player went down with an ankle injury and never returned to the game. Eddie Jackson on the second Garrett Wilson touchdown. But the, uh, among the 10 quarterbacks that have played, I think it's 10, or the top 10 quarterbacks that have played the Bears this year. Yeah, th- yeah it's 10. Where do you think Mike White ranks? Against the Bears, you're saying? Of the quarterbacks that have played against the Bears in their game against the Bears this year. There's been 12 games, 13 games. I would probably say maybe five or six. Two. One. Number one? Number one. Really? Number one quarterback performance against the Bears this year. Really? So, yeah, it's a bad defense, but he had a better game than Tua did against them. He had a better game than whoever else played against them. And that's not the, the concussion protocol games, neither of those? No. Okay. There's only been three games for the New York Jets with 450 yards of total offense and three touchdowns in the last four years. 
All three of them have been started by Mike White. <laughs> he is confident in the pocket. The right. team loves him. Did you see them interrupt yeah. his post-game interview? Yeah. Team loves him. They're playing for him. He's going to go until he until he proves that he shouldn't. Right. That could end this week. That could end next week against Buffalo. That, who knows? Who yeah. knows when it's going to end? They still say the plan is to roll out Zach. I don't understand I don't why know. while you're yeah. winning, you know, and I don't think they're going to sit him down if well, if he's winning and playing well. Not if they can make a run. No, no chance. Yeah. My question here is what does Mike White have to do to be the opening day starter on 2023? I would assume depending on how these next few games go. I mean, we got how many games left? What, does he have to win a playoff game? I just Does he, he have to make, make the, the playoffs? playoffs? I think he just has to make the playoffs, honestly. I mean, do you think the Jets feel that they would be able to make the playoffs if they put Zach Wilson back in right now? No. I don't think so. You know? And I agree with you. I think the team the team plays better with him. You're right. He He's way more confident in throwing the ball downfield. They um, were yelling, free Elijah Moore, free this man, while he was on his way to the podium. The teammates were yelling, yeah. free this man <laughs> after the game, after he scored his first touchdown of the year. Yeah, I don't think the guys like Zach. No. I don't think the guys like him. No, I don't think so either. I think this has nothing to do with football. I think as a person, they don't like him. I heard, I think this was, it could have been Tierney and might have been Michael Kay on ESPN New York. This was before they benched him. This was the like Monday after the Patriots game. Yeah. And I don't know if either one of you have ever seen it, but they said he's Bo Callahan from Draft Day. Have you ever seen the movie Draft, Draft Day? Day? No. no. Bo Callahan's the quarterback, supposed to be number like the number one overall pick. Um, Costner is the GM main main character. Beginning of the movie, trades like three future first round picks and other shit to move up to get him number one, and yeah. then like the whole movie is Draft Day leading up to the draft, mm-hmm. and. This guy is not – he wasn't a captain of his team. He wasn't a captain of the team in college. Um, nobody on the team came to his birthday party. Like, they found out nobody on the football team came to his birthday party. And, like, other shit that made him seem like he wasn't a leader. Right. So the the movie ends with Costner calling the original guy that traded, that traded the pick with him and trading back and getting all of his shit back. Um so they said Zach Zach Wilson is Bo Callahan. That guy. <laughs> he wasn't a captain at BYU. No. His his best friend and roommate that he's is now dating his ex girlfriend, Dax Milne from the Washington tough. Commanders. Tough. Yeah, very tough. They're not friends anymore. I wouldn't imagine. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe just not a nice guy. I think if Mike White wins a playoff game, it's over. We don't look for another guy. Yeah. Zach, you keep Zach because you can't cut him. So unless you're somebody not, calls and says, "Hey, here's a fucking fifth that could be a third. Yeah, but I don't think who would call. Who would call for Zach Wilson the if Saints. he doesn't play again this year? The Saints, the Panthers, the Panthers, the Panthers would just Actually, be laughable. Darnold didn't dude. look too bad, but nah, dude, Donald looked good. I don't know. Would you offer draft capital for him? Me personally, no. But I don't Zach Wilson might fit in the Saints team that has Chris Olave, Mike Thomas. He's also really young. So this was yeah. my other question, which I think we've all answered. Do we see Zach again this year? I don't think so. 
I want to say no, but I, I'm going to say yeah. I'm not going to – see, I don't want to give a definitive answer because, like, Mike White could go out in two weeks yeah. and play the Bills and get fucking rocked, Killed, and they yeah. could be like, all right, Zach, we're going to throw you out against whichever cupcake defense it is after the Bills. It's either the Jaguars or the Lions. All right, go ahead, Zach. Let's see what you yeah. got. But he'll have a short leash because Mike White you could go back to, you know? Right. Like, if you bench him, if you bench him, and after the after the first half of the first game that he's been benched, Zach sucks still. You could be like, all right, Mike, go back out there, you know. Yeah. But so I don't I don't want to marry that Zach doesn't play again this year. But on Sunday, I was like, he's never playing for the Jets again. The Jets seemed like they were honestly having. Which is the follow up <laughs> question: Does he ever start for the Jets again? Moving on past this season, 2023 and beyond, does Zach Wilson start another game for the Jets ever? If the Mike White thing works out, I don't think so. Regardless of if Mike White works out, because there could still be well, a Jimmy G then, thing, a Derek Carr thing. Yeah, that, uh, that's a good point, actually. Fucking Kyler could be available. Lamar could be available. Yeah. You never know in today's NFL. Kings, if Kingsbury's out, they're, really, they're, the Cardinals will probably try to take calls on Kyler. Yeah, they're, I people were talking about that on Twitter saying um, – the Cardinals might just sell it off, implode it, basically, start fresh. Well, yeah, because he, like they signed Cliff, he took Kyler, he built this entire scheme and this entire offense and everything that they do, everything Kyler's ever done in the NFL was built around doing this Cliff Kingsbury air raid shotgun style offense. Might not work out if like a uh, Sean. Well, Sean Payton's a smart enough coach where he would figure it out. But you know what I mean. Someone who runs like a more Pro style attack. Maybe not everyone wants to do what Harbaugh did for Lamar right. and Greg Roman are doing for Lamar. So maybe, and he's got value and it's only going down, right? Because if he comes out and plays like shit next year, now no one's taking his contract. Right. Because he got paid. Paid, paid, paid. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals tried, like you're saying, ship him out maybe over the summer. I want to trade for Kyler. I would trade for Lamar. But Jimmy there's G. also the Mike White. Jimmy G, yes, but like here's the thing, if the Mike White thing were isn't Jimmy Mike White Isn't Mike White teams. isn't Mike White just twenty seven year old Jimmy G who doesn't have an injury I think Jimmy history? G's a little bit better than Mike White. But it is the same type of quarterback for sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Type of play style is definitely there. And he's twenty seven as opposed to thirty one. And he hasn't torn his ACL twice in the NFL right. already. Yeah. So that's where the Jimmy G thing we're gonna see how it goes. Yeah. Because it could always fall apart. We never know what's going to go on. Next week, week 14, Sunday Night Football matchup is Kansas City versus Denver. Very much, very hotly rumored right now that they want to flex out of that game. Really? Yeah. New York Jets have not played on Sunday Night Football in 11 years. No way. And play the Buffalo Bills that week. They haven't played on Sunday Night Football since 2011. Holy shit. I didn't know that. Yep. This is screaming at NBC. NBC does Sunday Night Football, right? Yep. Screaming NBC and the NFL in the face. And I, they can't wait to see if the Jets win this week. They can't wait. They yeah. have to make the decision before Sunday. But it's screaming them in the face. Flex this fucking game into yeah, Sunday Night Football. And then we're going to see Mike White. Maybe Mike White. You know, Assuming if they win this game in Minnesota and everything looks good. On Sunday Night Football in prime time in Buffalo against one of the best teams in the NFL. And then we'll get our answer. Yeah. On the White Dragon. 
the white dragon. Yeah, I don't know. We're the gonna we're gonna workshop it. Lotus. We'll workshop it. I we're gonna Mike workshop fucking it. White dude. works well. Now Mike fucking White was bad. Jets. That was last Mike year. Fucking White. We're moving forward, dude. Progression. Yeah. Mike White's that dude. Um, anything on the Jets? Garrett Wilson is gonna be a superstar in the NFL. Yeah, Wilson's gonna be a beast. Oh, that man's always open. Dude, he's yeah. got wheels. He's, he's got the routes. Guy is electric to watch. There was a report I saw. There was a report I saw on Twitter that people in the Jets staff view him as Cooper Cup with higher upside. Interesting. How do you get higher upside than the Triple Crown? That's all I want to know. Well, again, Cooper Cup's almost thirty, right? Yeah, he might actually be thirty. I think he might be thirty. Yeah. yeah. That's everything on the Jets. Is the Russell Wilson trade the worst trade in the history of American I mean, sports? It might be. It just might be. It just <laughs> might it be. It really. Um, I mean, you you brought it up in the in the chat the other day. The dead money for the next oh, four years. next season. If they were to cut him next year, the wild. dead money would be a hundred and three million. The year after that yeah. would be eighty eight million. Forgot Which, the what the year after that was. I think it's 57. After There's that. no cutting but Russell Wilson. He's there. Yeah, that He's going to be there. So, so figure it out. Do we think, like, is firing Nathaniel Hackett? Got to be answer? where we start. I mean, like, the reason the, the guy got a shot in the NFL was because he was an offensive mastermind and this chess player on the field. And like three weeks ago, he gave up play calling responsibility to the quarterback's coach. Right, or the, right. what do you, that's why you're here. Right. That's why you made it to the fucking dance, bro, because yeah. you call good plays. You can't do that. You can't do it. Right. Get him out, dude. And it doesn't look any better since you've... And it's not going to cost us $280 million to have you not coach football for us like it would be to not have Russ play for us. Right. So bye-bye, dude. Yeah. If I'm Elway, I'm calling Sean Payton and saying, figure this thing out for me. Fuck the Cardinals job. Fuck the Cowboys job. Yeah. Come to Denver and make yourself a legend. He's going to go to Dallas, honestly. Uh, it does make the most sense for yeah. him to go to Dallas. But, but they're rolling right now. How do you fire Mike McCarthy if they go right. to the conference no, you, title game? They're, like, they're not going to fire him. But, yeah, I mean, the rush trade looks absolutely horrendous. Um, it just uh, It's more concerning that I feel like weekly, um, just outside of the contract, NFL players are just fucking trolling the shit out of Russell Wilson. Dude, they're literally, the Broncos are like a complete laughingstock. Um, yeah, I mean, you saw Purcell fucking getting in in Wilson's face. Yeah, on Sunday. Yeah, right, Purcell. That's who it was. Yeah, Purcell. Purcell. Yeah, Mike Purcell wrong. is yeah. that his name? Got right in his face. I, I mean, I'm not sure they'd really decipher what he said, but it was right coming off a field goal, so I'm assuming it had to be something to the effect I, of "We need to fucking score." <laughs> I saw somebody quote tweeted on Twitter today and said like Nathaniel Hackett, and then put in quotes. Um, yeah, I, I told Russ after the game, he's got to stop saying it's Russell Wilson time <laughs> before he goes in the game when they're down 17-3. to three. <laughs> The dude is an enigma. Bro, it's so interesting. Lie. Everything about it is interesting. They're allowed to talk to him and they don't go to his manager. It's fucking weird. Yeah, it's all, you know, you, you the whole controversy you coming out of Seattle is no one's letting you cook, no one's letting you play. So we fucking ship you out. We let the, we let the wings loose and... 
It looks terrible. And you're cooking us ramen. Yeah. Half-cooked <laughs> yeah. ramen. Dude, I can't even say you're cooking ramen because ramen tastes kind of good. No, it's half-cooked ramen it's noodles without the flavor water. packet. There's no dude. flavor. Without the flavor <laughs> packet. It's just the cooked the noodles. noodles. Yeah. I would say you're cooking Spam, but, you know, Spam can be uncooked. But, yeah, I, I think outside of the DeAndre – I mean, it was the DeAndre Hopkins trade for a little bit, but now it has to be the Russell Wilson trade. Yeah. It has to be. I mean, if we're talking all of American sports, the Nets trading for Harden's pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. The Knicks got plenty of them, but I don't know if any. You say the mellow trade makes no sense when you. No, the mellow trade. No, stop it. Stop it. (laughs) The mellow trade's not even one of them, dude. Eddie Curry. I'm I'm talking about stuff from before you were even born. (laughs) What else you got on there? That's all I had. One thing else. Did you see Richard Sherman said on his podcast? I saw him. I saw him pop up on Twitter. He said, he said Mike White is a franchise quarterback. He I said mean, the only reason we're even having said, this conversation. sucks last week. Yeah. So he's just becoming a hot He said the only reason we're even having this conversation is because Zach Wilson was drafted number two overall and Mike White was a fifth round pick. He was, he's like, I, the one that he's like, I cannot stand how much we go based off of pedigree in this league. Instead of production. He's like, Mike White has shown you the production. I guess that is a good point. He's like, if Mike White was picked number two overall, are you, are you kidding me? Why, the way we'd be talking about this guy right now? Yeah, that's he's right. They would be like, he's ahead of his time. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's a good point. That's everything I had. I was trying um, to think. There was one more thing that I kept popping in and out of my head today. Uh, I couldn't believe the Ravens blew that game. Oh, uh, I mean, the Ravens suck. Crazy. No, no, they they lost. They got it done to them. Yeah, they got it done to them. Going oh. for Jacksonville went for two. Yeah, Jacksonville done did it to them. Harbaugh um, must be rattled, man. Yeah, I don't know what what's even going on there. Um, what else from this week? I think that was pretty much it. Uh, the game game last night was tough until the second half. Then it kind of picked up, but still not. Yeah, not I turned it off. Great. Um, the culture an awful team. Yeah. I don't even want to waste time doing it because I'm sure it's going to be on every radio show and all over ESPN, everywhere you hear people covering football. The Jeff Saturday can't coach deal. Did you see that awful clock management at the end of the game? I didn't, know. Did they complete a ball downfield? They're like around midfield, maybe a little over midfield, something like that, not in field goal range. Complete a ball down the middle of the field. Three timeouts left. They have all three of them. Yeah. Count them, three. Complete a ball. It's like third and short now. They fucking mosey on up to the line. <laughs> mosey on up yeah. to the line. Hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor on third down. Gets fucking stopped. Now there's like 12 seconds left. Not in field goal range. I didn't see if they tried kicking a field goal, but mm. horrendous clock management. All three of them. All three of these, dude. Really? Damn. Left them all on the fucking board. That is tough. Yeah, dude, but I'm not going to waste my breath on it because, you know, oh, the clock management in the NFL has been fucking terrible for years. Bill Simmons has been joking about on his podcast for like three years now that every team should just have a 14-year-old that's logged like 30,000 hours of Madden because they probably understand time management (laughs) better than NFL coaches do. He's like, I get it. There's a lot of things going on. You're coaching a football game in the NFL. He's like, just hire this 14-year-old. You probably don't even have to pay him. Just let him fucking be on the sideline with you guys. For the last like two minutes, if you're in that position at the end of the game. 
Yeah, just be like, hey, Billy, you call timeouts. He's the, he's the, <laughs> you're in, the timeout you're going inside the of eight minutes in the fourth quarter, every team has a high school freshman that's designated as the only person allowed to call timeouts, dude. I'm with it. Anything else, Jack? Um, nah. I'm all good. All right, let's take a break then. What up, guys? We're going to get you back to the show as soon as possible. I promise you that. But before we can do that, we have to make sure that all of our listeners are looking good and feeling better this fall with Saatchi De Dinero. October 14th, Saatchi is releasing their fall 2022 collection. You want a hoodie that's nice and comfortable. You can wear it out when you're running errands. You can wear it out to the bar. You can wear it maybe when you're going to pick up a date. Whatever you want to do this fall, Saatchi's got you covered. These hoodies, they're pre-shrunk. And it's an oversized fit. So basically what that means is you're going to want to grab one size down from what you would normally wear, and you're going to be perfect. You normally a large, grab a medium. Normally a medium, you want to grab a small. It's very simple, very lightweight, very comfortable. We got a promo code for you. The promo code HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, going to get you 10% off of your total purchase at checkout. SachiDDenero.com is where you want to go for that. Sachi Di Denaro, always authentic, never counterfeit. Welcome back to the show, everybody. It is time for there to be lines, and we're going to guess them. And then Brian's going to tell us who got it right. Everyone gets a point. You know the drill. Thursday Night Football, we actually have a Thursday Night Football game worthy of speaking about in the next segment. Buffalo is traveling to New England to take on the Patriots in Gillette. Jack, what do you got? I fucked this one up. I got Buffalo minus nine. I went Buffalo minus eight and a half, so I can't say shit. I have Buffalo minus seven and a oh, half. Oh, shit. All right. It's actually Buffalo minus four. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Okay. Well, we're going to crush that one, and I'm going to crush a point. Pittsburgh travels to Atlanta. Jack? Pick them. I have Atlanta minus two and a half. I got Atlanta minus four. Dude, it is the Steelers minus one and a half. Shut so up. I am the closest. <laughs> Isn't right. that crazy? That's fucking ridiculous. Did you watch the Steelers play, dude? <laughs> Did you watch them play last night? It was tough. The Jaguars going to Detroit to take on the Lions. I have Jacksonville minus four and a half. I got Detroit minus one. I have Jacksonville minus two. Um, and it's Jacksonville minus one and a half. All right. Got a, got a square game. The New York Jets going to Minnesota. Mike White and the Jets going into Minnesota to take on the 32nd ranked passing defense, Minnesota Vikings. Jack? I got Minnesota minus three. I have Minnesota minus four and a half. I have Minnesota minus three as well. It's Minnesota minus three. Both of you guys hit Yeah, it makes sense. Washington Seawards traveling to MetLife Stadium to take on the New York football giants. I have Washington by a deuce. I got the New York football giants by a deuce. I have Washington minus one, and it's Washington minus two and a half. Oh, your mother's ass. All right. Tennessee Titans go to Philadelphia to take on the Birds. I have Philly minus eight and a half. Got Philly by a cool touchdown. I have Philly minus six as well, um, and it's Philly minus five. Okay, when you say cool touchdown, do you mean six? I mean seven. Yeah, oh, so, so yeah. I got it. <laughs> so I have six, sorry. 
I'm sorry for the uh, no, no, the you're good. It's a touchdown plus a point after. That's my bet. Denver is going to Baltimore to take on the Ravens in the slowest game of all time. Can't imagine this one's going to be interesting, folks. But I do have Baltimore by just over a field goal, minus three and a half. I got Baltimore minus five and a half. I have Baltimore minus seven, and it's Baltimore minus eight and a half. Really, <laughs> oh, I just oh, I just oh, couldn't go that high with Denver's defense. I think Denver is just. Like I said, laughing stock of the league. Falling apart yeah, at the seams. Just, it had to be. Vegas is sick. They're like, we're sick of it. <laughs> the Cleveland Browns, Deshaun Watson making his Cleveland Brown debut. And what a matchup to get right. your first game yeah. against the Houston Texans. I have Cleveland minus 11. I have Cleveland by, a, by about, five and a, eh, about five and a half. I have Cleveland minus 12. And it's... Cleveland minus seven. Really? Yeah, the man got it. But yeah, I thought it'd be a little bit higher. Yeah, I mean, I guess you know, I haven't seen him play with the team yet. I think Deshaun's right. gonna look like shit. All Let's right. See. Well, at the conclusion of the one o'clock games, me and Jack are tied for first with four points. Brian has three. First four o'clock game. Seattle is traveling to Rams, uh, to Los Angeles to take on the Rams, who are absolutely experiencing the season from hell. <laughs> I have Seattle minus five and a half on the road in this one. I got the Los Angeles Shams minus one and a half. I have the Seahawks minus three and a half. You're wild for that, dude. And it's the Seahawks minus seven and a half. Yeah, give me that one. You're wild for that, <laughs> yeah, Jack. That some shit. The fucking Shams. The you Shams. called them the Shams <laughs> and then still took them to be favorited. <laughs> You're the Sham, dude. Miami going to San Francisco in a tough. very, very special. Spicy matchup. Yeah. I had to go San Fran minus two. Defense always wins. I got the first go disco with three and a half. I went Miami minus two because I really wasn't sure. Um, it's San Francisco minus four. What'd you have? Three and a half. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. You like that one? Kansas City Chiefs are traveling to Cincinnati to take on the Bengal Tigers. I have Kansas City minus six. I also have Kansas City minus six. I have a minus ten. Which I guess is way too high because they have the minus two. Yeah. Against the Bengals. It's definitely 10 would, was crazy. Probably because Jamar. Against the Bengals, though? Yeah. The thing is, Jamar Chase is probably oh, coming back. You know what? I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I didn't either. I, I mean, I probably would still put six, but I can't even lie. The Los Angeles Chargers are going to Vegas to take on the Raiders. And I said off air when we were filling these out, both these teams suck, dude. <laughs> I got Chargers minus four and a half. I got the Los Angeles disappointments by three. I have Chargers minus three as well. It's uh, Chargers minus two. All right. Let's get a recap for the night game. Jack has seven. I have six. Brian has four. Okay. Indianapolis Colts traveling to Dallas to take on the boys. I have the boys minus nine and a half. I got Dallas minus eight and a half. I have a minus seven and a half. They're actually minus 11. Let's go. It's all tied up, baby. Showtime. For all the fucking marbles, Jack. You ready? Are you ready? Born ready, dude. Couldn't think of a worse Monday Night Football matchup to break a tie (laughs) with Jack. It's the New Orleans Saints. Going to Tampa Bay to take on the Buccaneers. What do you have? Buccaneers one and a half. 
I have the Buccaneers minus one and a half. I have the Bucks minus three and a half. And it's the Bucks minus three and a half. So you guys are gonna do an over under. Yeah, you gotta pick uh, the game. Let's do this, Brutus. Let's see. Um Yo, over under. No, nah, that one's a little too easy. How about over under in this Browns Texans game? Forty one. Well well you're supposed no? to what? That's not how you how we're supposed to do it. What the fuck is wrong with you? Pick a new game now. Write it down. <laughs> because if you go first, you say 41, I could go, I could say, ah, that's too low, 41 and a half, and then I win no matter what. Okay. Or I could say, oh, I don't know, that's too high, 40 and a half. You're dumb, dude. Uh, okay. Pick a new game, we'll please, sir. Jets, Vikings, over, under. What do we think the number is going to be? All right, now, Jack, what number did you write down? I wrote down the number 46. I wrote down the number 47 and a half. Jack's got it literally right on the dot. Of Let's go, bing really? bong. 46, yeah. Good for you, dude. You won one. I won two. Just so you know, if you stuck with the original game, you would have won. Why? Because it was 46 and a half. So you technically would have been closer. Oh no, he still would have won actually. No, he said it. he said forty one, yeah. and then oh, and then we would have never known. Movies. Yeah, the world may may never know, dude. Um, vampire. That's that with that. It's time to do the review of the vampire league. We're still in tenth place. It's not looking good, but I don't oh, believe we're mathematically eliminated yet. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. We need everything to break our way, and we need to win out. So. We are. I mean, we're tied. We're a game behind the. F- we're tied with the last place, and then we're a game behind the two spots above us, and then two games behind the last playoff spot. Yeah, we're so two. Yeah, we need to win out. We need to win out and have things break our way. Yes, without a doubt. And I'm not even sure if the tiebreakers points four, we're probably fucked, right? We're probably fucked, uh, but I would think so. We're gonna play this thing out. We're gonna see this through to the end. We did win last week once again, and the trade was Michael Carter for Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker, yep. Which I have not added yet on the roster. I'm realizing now, and my phone is the camera. So, no, I don't think it'll let you. Okay. All right. So, that's fine. We could just assume that he. Michael Carter's not in the roster, which he's not on right now. So, that's fine. Um,. I guess I'll recap real quick. Um, so we versed uh, we versed Thad last week. Um, we won one fifty four to one thirty two. Um, I mean, we had Justin Jefferson, Gary Wilson were probably were our two biggest. Um, probably would have had a bigger game from Tua if uh, if the Dolphins ooh, sorry if the Dolphins didn't go go up by thirty before halftime. They pulled him. Um, but yeah, we had a good week. I mean, you could say the same thing for Hill too. Dolphins don't go above. We would have really, we might have broke two hundred points if things went our way. Um, but yeah, looking into next week, we're taking on Zach. Um, you look at the team over there. Yeah, it's a very winnable matchup. I feel like it has to be Jonathan Taylor. At this point, I mean, we'd have McCaffrey, we'd have uh, Kenneth Walker, and Taylor as a flex. You like Jonathan Taylor over Saquon? Oh, I didn't even see he had Saquon. That's my fault. No, yes. Definitely take Saquon instead. Or CeeDee Lamb. 
I'm also not opposed to CD Lamb. Yeah, see, I'm not opposed to CD Lamb at all. Player and he he becomes or flex immediate flex plug. Right, and we have. I mean, the question becomes: Do we stack out a running back or do we stack out a receiver? Well, we, we have, still have Hill and Jefferson. We now and, have Kenneth Walker, correct? Right. So yeah, maybe. So maybe I feel CD like CD Lamb, Lamb is the move here. Does make more sense. Always consistent. Always going to get us his points. See if you could get Alessino on the horn. All right. Let's, let's see what his dumbass has to say about it. more importantly I don't think we need to use all three of these pickups do we but let's have a look at the wire we're 100% dropping Tanya and picking up Njoku done that's a done deal I think we should swap Cleveland's defense in against Houston for uh, San Fran No. Um, yes, we definitely. I'm and definitely then down with that. Should we drop Robinson and pick up Bam Knight? Uh, might as well. I mean, they're not. Jets aren't really playing him, right? Bam Knight had well. He they he was a healthy scratch this week, and Bam that's, Knight that's in his in his first active game had over a hundred total scrimmage yards. Yeah, so let's just make that swap real quick. So we will pick up Zonovan Bam Knight for James Robinson. David Njoku for Bob Tanyan, Big Bob, mm-hmm. and Cleveland defense for San Fran's defense. So fuck Alicino. He's too good to answer the phone. He's too good to come to the podcast. Too good to come hang out, watch the World Cup game with us. It's going to be CeeDee Lamb for Devontae Smith, no? Um, it has to be because we, we can't get rid of Wilson. No way. Yeah. Yeah. Give him Devontae Smith. Let him have it. All right. So we're biting and sucking C.D. Lamb in exchange for Devontae Smith. We're going we're gonna to keep fighting until the bitter end here. And if we don't make the playoffs, then good luck to the six of our fans, friends, listeners. And participants. And the Parley Vu Vampire. And one of you, one of you is going to win the cool, uh, win a cool thousand. Some other cool stay thirsty shit. And that championship barbecue provided by Justin's Chop Shop of West Hampton Beach. And that's going to wrap up segment on the Vampire League. Oh, you know what? We never did. Oh, no. We do that on Thursdays. I messed up from last week. I was going to say daily, but we do that on Thursdays. Yeah, Tuesday was the snack show. Yeah, Tuesday was the mega show. You good? We're all set on uh, going to break town. Hello, beautiful people. As you all know by now, it is football season, the best time of year. But what that also means is that it's fall. And fall is also another great time of year, specifically for fans of Stay Thirsty Company. Why, you ask? Great question. Because all month long through the month of October, Stay Thirsty is doing Droptober. What that means is every single Friday for the month of October, they're dropping brand new products, brand new gear, brand new merch. Hats, hoodies, t-shirts, whatever you could possibly imagine, you could get it at State Thirsty Company, all right? And I'll do you one better. Today, for our listeners, we got a 15% off discount for you. 15%. I know, we're basically giving it away at this point. All you've got to do is go to staythirstyco.com. That's staythirstyco, S-T-A-Y-T-H-I-R-S-T-Y-C-O. 
HavocCosmetics.com. And when you get to checkout, you put in promo code HAVOC, H-A-V-O-C, for 15% off your total purchase. Stay thirsty, co. Drop the O-Y and focus on you. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. As always, best way to support the show is to support the sponsors. You support the sponsors, you're supporting the boys, you're supporting the show, supporting a dream, the little engines that could. We're going to fucking make it all thanks to you. All you got to do is use that promo code HAVOC, make a couple purchases. Let's go Thursday Night Football time, baby. Buffalo playing New England. Kind of an exciting game, but Mm -hmm. also has blowout potential because... The schedule, along with the very good Patriots defense, along with a couple of appearances by Bailey Zappi, have covered up the fact that Mac Jones also kind of sucks. He looked good last week, but not great. Not great. Yeah, but it's like not it's never it's defense. never great, dude. Right. 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 It's never great with Mac and like. Zach, at least Zach had the rock, like the rocket for an arm. Mac yeah. does not have a strong arm. No. So very limited in, in his play style. Could get rough against Buffalo, but defense always keeps him in it. The spread on this was four, you said? Yeah. Four, four and a half. Four. And it's Buffalo minus four. Buffalo minus four. Over under is 43 and a half. Hmm. Which, I mean. Does Buffalo come out and just blow the doors off and then we play the catch-up game? Like, I think that over could Josh hit. Allen bounce back game or we don't think I think so. that over could hit. I don't know. That defense is so fucking good in New England. Defense dude. is very good. And Buffalo, uh, Josh Allen, you know, struggled against Minnesota. And like you said before, not a very good pass. To 32nd ranked. So, plus it is Gillette and it is the winter. And it always yeah. is Belichick. Them boys in Buffalo, though, they, they know a little something about winter. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, there's always fucking something with Belichick, though. Apparently, uh, there was some some sort of virus or d- something spreading in the in the Bills ho- the hotel the Bills are staying at this week. Oh, my God. Something yeah. nonsensical. It's, always, something like it's that. always some bullshit with Bill. I probably... I'm probably going to take the Bills minus four, honestly. Yeah, I just, I wish I could do something about that over-under. Why, you think 43 is too high? Or you think it sits just at 43? No, I just feel like that I would love to tease that some bitch down yeah. six points. But you're really not supposed to cross zero on a spread with the tease. So taking the Bills from minus four to plus two, you're not really supposed to do that. It's like an unwritten rule of sports gambling. Cause, what? Hell yeah, I can tell you. Oh, I didn't say anything, but can you explain to me why it's an unwritten rule? Because like you're not, it's kind of defeating the purpose of using a tease. Like you're not really creating any real value there. I was gonna say it brings you to plus one sixty though for Bills minus four parlay with over thirty seven. That's the parlay, but if you yeah. if you tease it, it's yeah, yeah, minus yeah. one ten, minus one twenty, something like that. And thirty seven and a half is minus two thirty. The, just the spread, the alternate spread? Just the line itself. Oh, the alternate over-under, rather? Yeah. All right, let me pull that back up outside the parlay, actually, real quick. Well, either way, unfortunately, we don't it's have... It's minus 289 by itself. That's under, under over 37 and a half. That is over 37 and a half. So, unfortunately, we don't have any stupid kicks besides some kicking points and some field goals. So... 
I'll let Brian. What category would you like? Kicking points or field goals? Probably kicking points. Nick Folk was fucking nice and up last week. So, kicking points. Tyler Bass, seven and a half. Nick Folk, six. Nick Folk, over, over. dude. Yeah, over. Love that. Tyler over. Bass, I'm not sure about. Over. Two field goals like, and a Nick, touchdown, and they kick thir- and they score 13 points yeah. all game. Nick yeah. Folk's an easy. He had, I think, 16 points last week on fantasy. So then what's the field goal number field for goal Tyler number Bass? For both. Kickers. Well, we one can't we can't pick them both. Oh, it's one and a half. One for and a half for both. Yes. On what is that? Field goals made. Over under. I feel like it's over on half. both of them now. Well, we are, so we already took the points for Folk, so we can't right. use Folk again. So we would have to pick either over or under on Bass. I agree. I feel like you should just go over. Yeah, I feel like you just worry to. that their offense is efficient, but against this defense. Yeah, but if New England gets one stop, one or two stops inside the thirty, they're kicking the field goal. Yeah, and then you have it. Defense tightens up and you know right. once they're in range and then they can skill still score thirty points and get stopped twice. Matthew Judon's yeah. gonna chew it up a little bit, you know. He's gonna do Judon things. Matthew Judon's very good. They're a very good defense yeah. all over the board. They're very good. It's Bill Belichick. It's no joke. Kyle it's the Greg Pop like Greg Popovich of the NFL. Seriously, I feel like Pop's more respected though. Everyone just kind of fucks with Pop. Not a lot of people fuck with Belichick. What do you mean? Um, I think no, Belichick's respected. Yeah, He's just, just not liked. Type. Yeah. Yeah, but people like pop, you know? Like, yeah, it wasn't always the case, though. It wasn't always the case, first of all. What is pop known for? You guys don't know this, but Alice, you know, do you know what Popovich is known for? The rule is, like, during get on during on-court interviews, you're only allowed two questions. So Popovich is known for tricking you into burning them both and not giving you any answer. Like, he'll, you'll ask the question, and he'll, he'll say, like, what? Or what do you mean by that? Yeah. And then they'll ask another question, and he'll be like, oh, well, that was your second question. And then walk <laughs> away, dude. Like, yeah. not always was Popovich well-liked. It's the end of his run now, and he's got his five fucking rings. Yeah. And the team isn't really competing anymore. He's and doing his thing. Tim Duncan's on the bench now with him. Tony Parker's fucking off in France somewhere. Manu's fucking off in Argentina somewhere. Like that that whole core. Everyone kind of thought Pop would leave when they left, and here he is still. So now Pop's just kind of in his like fuckboy era a little yeah. bit, you know? He's having fun. <laughs> he's being silly with it. Yeah, yeah, he's fucking around. Playing fuck arounds, having some fun in the league for a little bit. But it wasn't always that way with him. Very standoffish to the media, the same way Belichick is. Yeah. Fair. Enough. Um, going back to this game, I was looking at the touchdown props a little bit. Um, I don't know why, but Jacoby Myers stuck out to me. Plus 265. He, I know, he I know fucking got me know, last week, dude. That's why I won't do it again. Isaiah I, McKenzie's plus 272, which I also thought was interesting because he somehow finds himself in the end zone, I feel like. All the fucking time. Yeah. Or at least gets targets in the end zone a lot. Hunter Henry plus 340. I love yeah, that. That's I love that. That's Ramondre for first touchdown. Ramondre for first. Um, let me see real quick. Pull that up. And then do me a favor. Ramondre first is plus six hundred, and Singletary is plus seven hundred. What about Josh? Josh Allen is going to be plus nine hundred. Yeah, first. dude. I might just start mashing Josh Allen first touchdown bet every week for the rest of the year. It feels so safe. Yeah. yeah. Because they'll take those design quarterback powers. Dude, they're like the only team that have first and goal for the five and call three straight design quarterback runs. They have Josh Allen plus 160 anytime. Yeah, and that's good value for him. Right, you, right. Some weeks you'll find him at minus. Yeah. 
plus 100. I guess because like, the defense, they figure Belichick will probably be able to stop him a little bit more, probably running, but you never know, man. Josh Allen, he's crazy. You got these guys running these long-ass routes, and then he'll just run 35 yards on his own. Yeah, like, with his long-ass deer legs. Yeah, dude, and then truck one guy over and get an extra 10 yards. Yeah, and then, then jump over another yeah, fucking it's guy. It's crazy. Josh Allen's Superman with a football in his hand, dude. Yeah, he's... It's the mustache. He's definitely a know? beast. It's the stash, and I appreciate that, Josh. See, Just want to let you know. Lines if you're watching. Um, we have Mac Jones. The over under for him passing yards is two hundred and twenty six yards. Under. under, which I feel like, yeah, it's just very high. Can, I'll can, tell you the line I have here. Can you on. give me Bills minus four? This is a parlay. Yeah, what do you want? Bills minus four. Mm-hmm. Um, we move to four and a half. Fine. Okay. Hunter Henry anytime. Hunter Henry anytime. Okay. Josh Allen anytime. Under 43 and a half. And then under 43 and a half is going to be plus 9,000 <laughs> for that. Take the under so, out. Take the under out. Take the under out. I won't do that. Take the under out. I'm not doing it. It's plus 2,200. There we go. That's more. That's, <laughs> where, that's way better. That's way better, dude. Yeah. Bills minus four. You got Henry and Allen scoring a touchdown. Honestly, it feels. It doesn't feel impossible. No, dude. No, it really doesn't. I mean, 10 gets you 220, 230. Yeah, dude. Fucking. You might as well, dude. You might as fucking well, dude. You're talking yourself into it over here. I might do it. Yeah, I don't know. It's not, I mean, because I feel like I watch Josh Allen run in the fucking end zone every week. All the time, dude. And Hunter Henry has to be good for a score. Who else can just the If ball? it's getting fucking weird on the outside, Hunter Henry's just always, like, Mac always knows where Hunter is. Right. You know, it just feels like Mac Patches always like a, wants to get it to a him. A 15-yard pass, 10-yard pass. Yeah, a little hook. A little yeah. hook. little little dig over the middle. little find the hole in the zone and that's sit down. Not, catch the ball at the two and fall backwards. Exactly. Yeah, that's you know? exactly what I'm yeah. anticipating. And then Josh Allen running out of shotgun and just... Deciding he doesn't want to pass. He'll just Josh Allen? No, waiting the, designed, to designed quarterback run, quarterback. He's got the running back to his right. Fucking motions the running back behind him, snaps the ball. Right guard pulls. They run power to the left. And guard smashes <laughs> Judon in the, in the mouth, dude. <laughs> guard smashes Judon in the mouth. Running back gets a block on the outside. And then he stiff arms old man fucking McCourty. <laughs> Into yeah, the ground the with the force of plant. Jesus, dude. <laughs> with the force of Jesus on Easter Sunday. With the, with, with the planting him into the ground, dude. And then hurtling into the end zone for no reason. With 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 the force of a uh, lake snow effect. Yeah. Dropping him in there. Yeah, thunder snow, dude. <laughs> thunder snow Josh Allen. Going to deliver a booming right hand. Yep, that's the name. We did it. That's, thunder snow Josh Allen. That's the... Uh, no workshop needed. That's definitely a parlay that I'm going to run. Yeah, I might run this too, honestly. I'm thinking about it. It's very intriguing. Yeah, why not get ballsy with it, dude? You're giving me three to one on the tight end. When Mac Jones needs a map out there to find his receivers, (laughs) dude. That guy needs to put a tom-tom on all of his perimeter players, (laughs) dude. (laughs) And just have it in his his coach's wristband where the plays are. It's a little screen. Yeah, like, this is where they'll all be. Yeah, it's UAV, <laughs> like dude. Yeah. It's like when you com- when you complete three consecutive passes, <laughs> you're going to get UAV. Get left. <laughs> and then we're going to find where your guys are for you. <laughs> Mac Jones is going to be the first quarterback to have Call of Duty perks in the <laughs> game, dude. Don't give him the Kyler. I don't actually know what to do with him properly. 
Yeah, Kyler you know. would be like, we're calling in an airstrike. Yeah. <laughs> I have a self bomber. <laughs> yeah. What's this? They snap the ball. Kyler throws it in the air. A drone has caught the ball. <laughs> the drone is flying over the field. And it looks like the, the drone is going to carry the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> and he dropped it off. <laughs> That place that brought to you by Amazon. Yeah, honestly, that's probably how it would go. <laughs> Welcome back to the first ever Amazon Prime Black Friday game. Just the next they're year having year. that next year. Are they really? What? Yes. They're having yeah, an Amazon. Like, they're having a Black Friday game on Amazon Prime next year. Of course they are, because why the fuck would It's going to be football all the fucking time, dude. No, it's going to be too much. These other the hockey is gonna be like we're gonna start the season in December. Yeah. And be like, we're gonna push the start of the season back until football's almost done fucking off. Then one day football will never fuck off. There will be football year. There'll be football every day. The Rock's gonna figure the XFL out, and then we're gonna have the XFL all off season, dude. Jesus Christ. Yeah, if it's good. They're gonna be cutting promos after first downs. I did like how they had the coaches mic'd up and stuff like that. That was kind of cool. But it kind of does take away from, I feel like, the mistake. I missed the, the run for the football to get possession of The run for the football? Yo, yo, you don't know about this? I don't remember. That Back was the, the original days. XFL. Oh, you missed yeah. that. What? That was 2000. Wasn't the XFL in 2000? I have no idea. Yeah, but I know about yeah, dude, it. Brian they, doesn't. They put the fucking football at the 50-yard line uh-huh. at the start of the game to replace a coin toss. And two guys from each team lined up at the fucking goal line, and then they blew the whistle, and whoever got possession of the ball got won the coin toss. They took that out, though, because guys kept getting hurt. I was going to say, yeah, that sounds like just two people running into each other. They took it out before that season even ended because guys kept getting hurt. Yeah, that's fucking chaotic. Anything on this game, Jack? No. Let's go Thundersnow, Josh Allen. I'm taking this parlay. Yeah, we're definitely going to take that parlay for sure. And then, I don't know, I might fuck around with some stuff with the under. I'll tell you about them punts when they come in. (laughs) Yeah, we'll have more special teams over-unders for you on Thursday at the top of the hour. (laughs) Yeah, plus 2,200, man. You want to get ballsy? You want to play a lottery ticket? Throw that over under in there. Either way you want to go, you get it to plus 9,000. Yeah. Be stupid with it. Shout out Matt Oro. I was talking to him this weekend <laughs> about how that's the way he bets. I was I was like, oh, these people. I'm like, all you see on Instagram is these people that basically buy lottery tickets where yeah. they put a $5 bet in that's a 27-leg parlay that might win big. And Matt's like, yeah, dude, that's what I do. I'm like. <laughs> that's what Pat does too. Pat Brown. Why are you doing it? Sometimes it's crazy. Yeah, sometimes, but yeah. you got to I mean, lose 100 of them. It's chaotic, for sure. I mean, I get throwing a few in. I do a couple of sprinkles here and there. Yeah. Listen, but man, there's no way to gamble. You don't, like, you don't, you miss 100% of the 360 no scopes you don't take. Okay? You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I understand that, but it's, it's still a high miss rate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I told you, that you had, I give you one basketball, and you need to make the shot or you die. <laughs> you can shoot it from anywhere on the court. Are you shooting a three-pointer or are you taking a fucking two-step layup from the restricted area? <laughs> I might just 
take a, a standing layup right underneath the basket. Exactly. Right. Like so the standing layup and the trip. standing layup in this case would have been the Jets minus four and a half earlier in the week when we knew Fields probably wasn't going to play and Mike White also probably was going to play. Yeah. If you're like me, you're a loser, you're pussy, dude. You fucking waited it out. I wound up getting them at seven and a half. They're still covered, but what are you going to do? Yeah. Stuff like that, that's the layup. That's like, oh, you got to risk a little bit more to win a little bit more, but it's a fucking layup, dude. When you're sitting here with four minutes left in a game and you're like, oh, Nick, I think it was on Sunday. He's like, oh, touchdown this guy, touchdown that guy, field goal this team. And I'm like, that's there's, a hell of a call. Like, Nick, there's five and a half minutes left. You want there to be two touchdowns and a field goal? He's like, yeah, well, because then I'll win all my bets. I'm like, you're going to lose all of them. How's that <laughs> sound, dude? You're going to lose them all now. A lot of action for the last five minutes of the game. but yeah. He's like, oh, that'll close out one parlay. That'll close out another parlay. And then I also bet this team live. And I'm like, what, what are we doing here, dude? You're not winning all of those bets. How's that sound? It's risky business. That's for sure. Yeah, and then you're driving yourself nuts on a Sunday. <laughs> Just relax. It's going to be all good. Ready to get out of here, Jack? Last word? Uh, no. All good. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by House of Havoc Podcasting, Tiger Pack Productions, Sachi De Niro, Stay Thirsty Company, Dino Skate Park, Justin's Chop Shop of West Hampton Beach. Peace out. Stay tuned.